Morgan. And now, now, it's the Mike Kelter Show. He's in my feed. Skinny, I look. Where? It's a Mike Calvin show. How many cruises did you go on with us? Four, I think. Do you know how many people would give us crap for putting uh, you on the air as much as we did? And they were like, nobody knows who Burt Kreischer is. And they get all sea level comedians. <laughs> Selling out Emily Arena. There you go. It's a, I, yeah, <laughs> I love it. I love it. Your the, cruise is coming up, right? My, my cruise. Yeah. My cruise or his cruise? When's your cruise? Uh, Are we announcing that? end of October, October twenty eighth. I think. Uh, yeah, it's sold out. Nice. It's sold out. It's sold out in two days. Where uh, we didn't even announce the lineup. We didn't even tell what comics are going to be on it. And then fully loaded. I'm announcing next week the lineup for fully loaded. This is our largest group of people we ever had, and we have nobody coming with no comedy. People are ready to party. Dude, your cruise is the reason I'm doing my cruise. Your cruise was so... We had so... There's uh, my favorite moments... My favorite moments ever with you, without a doubt, are (laughs) on that cruise. Every every morning, just everyone in your room. Pete with his sleep apnea machine (laughs) dragged all the way across. Just everyone hanging out. Literally... I remember when the one year you took Amanda and Amanda was like, are you in our room every morning? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, every morning. <laughs> and then dinner at night, the funnest times I ever had were on that cruise. Do you remember the cruise when we got, when on, on our ride back from Mexico, we had like uh, 15 foot seas? Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. And, and, yeah. And everyone was seasick and I go, not me, <laughs> is the bar open? Uh-huh. And I drank out the, on that bar, the, the water from the pool is splashing up. We were all in the hot tub in the water from yeah, the pool. Yeah, yeah. And then I got, and then I got off the ship, and it, and then you know I was starting Travel Channel the next day. I was starting Travel Channel because I got off the ship, and I was so. It, the, I was still on the ship. Oh yeah, and I had yeah. to get on a plane, and the plane was going like this, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Can I tell you my favorite moments? What uh, Bert moments? One is, um, first of all, the thing about you is. You were, people ask me why you're so funny and what they built. You're not doing it for them. You're doing it for you. I would see Bert walking alone through the cruise, towel here, no shirt, drink here. Let's do this, but by himself. <laughs> yeah. you know, I'm like, that's that's him. Uh, we go to Travel Channel had been on, and we go to this beautiful beach one place, and we go up to it's like in Ecuador or something. We go to the bar. And the bartender's American. He's like, oh, the machine. And yeah, yeah. Oh, I remember that. So now he's making these drinks extra hard. So I'm in the water. Was that when you threw up? I didn't throw up. I almost died. I'm in the water drinking these super powerful uh, Bloody Marys, having the time of my life. I end up throwing up in a bed with JoJo rubbing my head in a Hooters in Mexico somewhere. Oh, in the bathroom. I remember that. That was when Ralphie was alive. Yeah. And we we all got Mexican wrestling masks. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that was great. It was was that. And then there was... uh, it was the best ever move ever. Is we we go to this uh, resort in the day for one of our trips. Like there's all these dumb things you could do, and they were like, "No, we'll go to an all inclusive resort and we'll just stay there and take it over." We're in the pool playing volleyball, and Bert goes to Dinah, "Hey, give me your hand for a second. And he takes her hand and he pees in her hand in the pool. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never forget Dinah went, <laughs> oh, that was the funniest thing ever. I mean, we're all in the pool. We don't even care. We just, uh, oh, it's been, yeah. it's been good. And now I think these resorts, I thought I got roofied. 
the, the one of the last times I went. But I find out I was watching 60 Minutes. A lot of these resorts are selling alcohol that's years expired. Oh. Like, so you're drinking poison. It oh. was to the point where I'm a 40-something-year-old man, and my dad has to help me back to the boat. I go up to the room. I have a room there. I go up to the room, and I just take my wet bathing suit off because I'm freezing, and I'm laying there fat and naked in the bed, and I pass out. And the next thing I hear is my brother laughing, and then the camera going, ching, ching, and I can't do anything about it. And then my uh, father is helping me get dressed and taking me back. I don't know. It, it wiped out my mind. Man. Your brother introduced me to double XLs. <laughs> it was the first double XL I ever put on. He, he had a shirt, and he goes, uh... I got this shirt. It doesn't fit. Do you, it was when, remember we lost all that weight? Yeah. And he was like, do you want it? And I was like, oh, I'm not a double XL. And he looked at me and he goes, let's try it. <laughs> and I was like, no, I'm not a double XL. And he goes, just try it. And I put it on and it, and it looked good. And I went, wow. And he goes, yeah, man, let's go to dinner. And I wore it and I still have this shirt. Uh, yeah. You're not a medium. <laughs> <laughs> That's so great. But if I could read p- the future and I'd have a TV show called the double XL medium. sometimes your bad jokes are even funny Uh, all right so tonight the show is in amelie arena but tomorrow night is in orlando yeah what's the name of that place uh the amway center is that still what it is yeah Yeah. yeah. so you have opportunities if you're an OnlyFans uh girl in the tampa or orlando area email bert now bert's 100% 100% married. I'm never going to read that. No. All right. Well, email. BertAssist at BertBertBert.com. BertAssist at BertBertBert.com. That's Peter. Okay. He's my assistant. He can hook you up with tickets and backspace passes to meet mans. Pete, did you call me last week that I didn't answer? I saw a missed call, and my uh, high school Spanish teacher's name was Peter Giuliano. And I was like, no. well, I'm not answering this. I'm not talking. Why would that guy be calling Do me? Do I have a book that I didn't yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's only. Uh, I mean, I remember that guy's name, and then I was. Then I realized it was you. It was probably you. Anyway, uh, tonight' show is basically sold out. It's all the all we have are some single tickets, which stinks because I, I can't. I mean, if you're a single person and you want to go see a show, it's a great opportunity. Yeah, but you got to sit next to people you don't know. Mm. I don't know why they do that. They should. I mean, I guess I know why they do that. Yeah, they need to <laughs> people. Yeah, sell no out. one's gonna be like, I'll just buy an extra ticket yeah. just so it cleans out. Do you know that? Um, I've struggled, and I don't know if you feel the same with your daughters, but I've struggled all these years with trying to make my son think that I'm cool somehow. Like, my dad, I always thought my dad was cool because he was a, a corrections officer at Rikers Island. He always had scars and cuts, and he was beating people up, and he always had a gun. I was like, yeah. that's pretty cool. Uh, and my son does not, like, I'm like, I'll introduce him to famous people, and he'll be like, oh, your friend is famous. But you and Ralphie and Bobby and all these great comedians have been living at my house. And so he's not even phased by it. Yeah. But he did ask me if he can go backstage tonight. And he was like, oh, he goes, can I go backstage and see Bird tonight? I go, I don't know. And he goes, why? And I go, what do you mean why? I don't know if it's that. He goes, well, Bert's not going to. If you want to go backstage, you can go backstage. I go, yeah, me, not you. And he goes, <laughs> And he goes, well, I mean, I just want to, it's just me and my friend going, and I want to go. And I was like, I finally got him. I finally got him to where I could yeah. I could nice. use this against him. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Why can't I go back there? Because Bert is stalking the backstage with whores. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my son is 16. He looks like he's 35. And uh, I, the first time I ever saw him, actually, I know he smokes, but the first time I ever actually saw him smoke was when you guys were yeah. at the improv. It's, it's a little weird to actually see it, but uh, the best was uh, Chris. Uh, Bert, um, uh, 
Joey went to smoke it, and uh, Chris grabbed his hand and goes, "Easy, son. That ain't high school weed." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that that was a that was a fun night. Some guy gave us weed yesterday, and I was smelled it, and I went, "Oh, this is southern weed. I haven't had like." Florida weed in forever. Yeah. Like, it's got a different smell and everything to it. I was like, oh, wow. This will be, you can't pull up these old pictures on me. I'm, Joe, I feel like I'm, oh my God, what year? I know. I'm like, I'm like freaking out looking at myself. That could be one of the first times. I think that was like 2010, maybe, or 11. When did you give up? Give up with weight loss? (laughs) I I haven't, technically. You put, but I mean, look, at those years, you were adamant about, Putting on that goddamn Rogaine on your hair every day. I still use Rogaine. You do? Let yeah, me see what you got. Let me see what you got. No way. <laughs> is this downblousing day? What the? Do you remember oh, what this, this is these way, days? This is way before downblousing. This is way. What is this? That's, these are the Hooters girls coming in. I love Hooters. Hooters. Yeah. I love Hooters. Yeah, yeah. You're saying I'm in Sheboygan. I was in Sheboygan. Oh my god. Oh man, I, I look good then. I look good then. That's no wonder Leanne feels the way about me that she does. <laughs> I can't believe I never cheated. No. Look at all this. Yeah. God, and hey, I was I cute. Don't, I don't think you could have got them at this time. I don't think you're good. No. This is maybe, this is before calling sick to work shows. This is maybe uh, two sold out shows in a weekend at the Improv. Oh, no, 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 no. I didn't start selling out shows until I was like 44 at oh, the Improv. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. I really, I really peaked late. How old are you now? 50. 50, right? Yeah. Just turned 50? Just turned 50 this year. I don't I don't think I'm going to start counting backwards, see how young I can get. <laughs> see if I can make it to my 30s. Good luck, Benjamin <laughs> Button. See how that works out. Uh, Greg, any Stern Show involvement anymore? No, I think that's... Uh, that got weird, right? Well, no, you know... Not I you. The, I had the whole thing about, you know, him writing the forward for my book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was a debacle, but it was kind of a it, radio it made it, it also made it... Like him destroying Gary's book every day made Gary's book more popular than anything. Yes. Yeah. No, the sales were good. Because you almost want that more than you wanted to write the forward for your book. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, but then he yeah. kind of switched formats. He went from five days a week, five hours a day, to three days a week, three hours a day. Yeah. Bringing in a listers, so guys like me and Natel and uh, Colin, like people that used to come in regularly, don't yeah. really do it anymore. That's I guess that's why I don't listen anymore. It got got really weird. You still listen? Yeah, yeah, I still like it. I, like oh, yeah, look, he's the best. I'm not. I'm not dogging him. It's just it changed, and I don't like the change, so I don't. I don't yeah, like, I don't need to see. I don't need Richard and Sal grabbing each other's nuts all the time. But I do want to see some funny stuff. I'm I'm in and out. I no longer listen beginning to end. Right. But but his celebrity interviews really. Did you hear the Springsteen one? Yeah, it was great. But I mean, how hard is it to talk to Springsteen? That's true. You know what I mean? You, you got, guys been doing a one man show of, for the last. <laughs> right. Year. He's just basically split up his one man show and yeah. he's on the radio. I mean, that was that was it. I mean, you, you you give him keywords and let him play a song. Yeah. You know, I mean, right. look, I'm not knocking him. He's the best ever. I just yeah. it's disappointing that. I almost would have wished he would have just left when already left. You know what I mean? Like uh-huh. just shut it down at that point and have the and go out on top. Right. Yeah. Right. But whatever. But he does. You know, he seems to be working out for him. I think he's going to be okay. If he had gone into podcasting after his terrestrial oh, days ended, oh, he would man. be so mm-hmm. huge right now. Yeah, he'd be. That was the only one. Like when they were talking about doing the movie, or the movie comes out Memorial Day weekend. Yeah, and uh, they were like, "What do you want to do? Like host CMT movie, movie awards or something?" And I was like. I'd, I'd like to do Stern. Mm. Like I, 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 that's it's the only kind, thing. It's kind of like you got to get it. If you have an opportunity to do it, you got to do it. I, don't, I mean, I'm very cool not doing it. Like, yeah. I know that it probably won't happen because I don't think he has any interest in having a guy like me on. You but did Letterman. I did Letterman. And yeah. by the way, Letterman, did you ever see the thing Letterman, the voicemail Letterman left me? No. Oh, it's great. Oh, you want to hear it? Yeah. Oh, I hope. I don't think Letterman curses. He left me a voicemail one time. Oh. Did he? Yeah. We 
milked it. We played it every day for a year. <laughs> so I'm getting ready to do my. Special. I had a, I, have, I was tight with the with the Stengel brothers who yeah, yeah. were the executive producers. So we They're were from uh, here, right? He, yeah. Well, though they had a house down here, so they they came down to well they were down here and discovered our show. Yeah. And I was cowhead at the time, so they were like, "Oh, this is going to be awful," and then they ended up becoming fans. Uh, but they're they're great, and I love those guys. And I don't get to see much, but uh, we got on Dave's radar because of them. Oh. So they they would be in writers' meetings, and Dave would be like, "Hey, is Cowhead on right now?" And they'd try to prank the call, and they'd be like, <laughs> "Answer your phones, Dave's trying to call, yeah. prank call you." You know, I mean, it was oh, funny really? that we were on his radar. Yeah, Dude, um, I'm getting ready to do my special. Yeah, right? my my new special comes out. I, I'm not I'm not supposed to announce it, but March 14th, and uh, on what platform? Netflix. Netflix. Okay. And so uh, my. New, I'm getting ready to tape it that day. You know, when you're getting ready to do a special, you're looking for all the good energy you can. You just want to have a great day, no hiccups, no nothing. Uh, I, I sit down and, I'm, and I, I play little games in my head. We sit down for lunch that day and I go, if they have chicken noodle soup as the soup of the day, I'm going to have a great set. <laughs> I go, what's the soup of the day? She goes, chicken noodle soup. And I go, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I then go to buy a coat. Leanne needs a coat. I buy a coat. My phone rings. I set it to the voicemail. And then I listen to this voicemail. Hi, Bert. Uh, it's Neil Brennan and uh, Dave Letterman, and we're talking about you and uh, the fact you don't wear a shirt. Uh, and I was delighted and pleased to know two things. One, that you think without the shirt or without without the shirt, people wouldn't like you. And also, last year on the road, you made $25 million. So All my best and congratulations. <laughs> How great is that, tech? That voicemail. Why is he with Neil Brennan as well? He was doing a podcast with Neil. And uh, and I'm, I'm saying this. I'm saying this. I, I hope David doesn't. David Letterman doesn't hear this and think. But he is, he. A couple people says he keeps bringing me up that he's like he's just. I think he's just curious of of what how I exist. Like right. that I perform with a shirt off. That my material's good, but I still keep my shirt off. Yeah. Sarah Silverman texted me one day and goes uh, goes hey. Uh, just give me your heads up. Like I was with David Letterman yesterday, and he brought you up like three times. Really? Yeah. And I was like, I was like, wow. You know, it's so funny. Um, uh, yeah. And so, and then he did this thing in this movie where, and they were like, he out of nowhere, he goes, "Do you guys know who Burt Kreischer is?" And they're like, "Yeah." And he goes, "He doesn't wear a shirt, <laughs> but he never talks about it. He just takes it off and then does his stand up without a shirt." He's and, very OCD like that. Like you yeah. ever see him on the, when he was hosting the show? He'd be like. Something would happen in the in the first segment, and then like for the rest of the show, it'd be like purple. You guys, yeah. purple. Like he would constantly yeah. bring it up because yeah. you're stuck in his head. I think that's great. Oh, it's, it's the best voicemail I got. So I get that right, and then I go on buying a jacket. I bought a fur jacket, uh -huh. like, a, like a rabbit fur jacket or whatever. And then uh, and then I had four of the best shows of my life to take my special. That's and great. It was just great energy all around. Who is the most famous person that's that you met at a show that you found out's a fan? Now I remember one time you were crossing the street in L.A. And Hurley from Lost was in the car. <laughs> and you were like, Hurley from Lost. And then he hit you back with a machine. You yeah, know? And yeah. that's great. That Who is the most good. famous person that you're like, like if Tom Brady showed up tonight, would you be like, I can't believe this? Oh, we got a text from uh, uh, Tom Brady. We're getting ready to do Boston. And Pete goes, uh, guys, Tom Brady needs tickets to the show. Shut and up. everyone freezes. And he's like, correction, Tom Brady's manager. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, I don't is, think Tom Brady cool. would. I don't think Tom Brady would get my material. I don't think if he would. I don't think he'd like it. If you got Tom Brady to walk on stage and take his shirt off, that would be the oh. biggest thing that ever happened. Hey, yeah. someone here is listening. That's going driving over to meet up with Tom. Oh, I guess he doesn't play anymore, so he's not working out anymore. Can I just tell you something? Yeah. If that other guy you told me about, 
Yeah. If you bring him on stage and make him take his shirt off, the place will, the roof will come off the place. Uh, yeah, I don't know if uh, I don't know if I can. No shirt on. I don't know if I can get him. I can call him right now and ask him to do no, it. No, 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 no. He just called privately, or he texted someone. And, uh, yeah, I don't want to blow. There's, that's the other thing is Believe like me, that guy would do it. Really? Yes. Yeah. I uh, I have I have some surprises for tonight. I've really you're gonna really like this. I have a whole lighting package that I think you're gonna enjoy. Uh-huh. I have some surprises that I'm gonna play with, and then uh, I don't know the. Last week was probably the most amount of celebrities. It was just all football players, though. No, that's great. I mean, the guy, yeah. the Buccaneers, uh, you know, you've, obviously Chris Godwin is a fan. Uh, who knows? Godwin and Evans are tight. Maybe Mike Evans is a fan. I don't know. I'm looking forward to seeing who's going to be there. Yeah, no, uh, I don't know. Tom, I think Tom reaches out to the celebrities and goes, or has his agent go, hey, I'm here. Do you want to come see me? Yeah. Uh, Aaron Rodgers was a big one. It was great. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers is a big one. That was, uh, but he's in that in that Rogan circle now. So. No, he wasn't at the time. Oh, really? Yeah, he hadn't he hadn't met Rogan yet, and so he came over. Hey, that was bizarre. That is was he, that interview that he did on Barstool with the uh, big cat, dude. That was one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Oh, and yeah. Aaron Rodgers sold it. He sold all the jokes. He was great. He was awesome. That made me love him after that. The big cat. I'm really bad at keeping secrets. And Big Cat was at my cooking show, Something's Burning. Uh-huh. And he said, uh, what was it like with Aaron Rodgers? I go, dude, you want to talk about secrets? Aaron Rodgers was an open book. He got on our bus. We were filming. And he started talking. And I had to say, could someone turn the cameras off? <laughs> and and he was talking. just, am I right, Manzi? Yeah. yeah. I mean, he told us almost every secret. you could. He was such an open book that I was like, is this guy leaving the Packers? Like, <laughs> I mean, I mean, this is insane. That's awesome. And then, and then, and then he just is a guy that he trusts that you won't share his secrets. Yeah, I mean, no, none of us have told a thing. But man, Big Cat, I could have gotten him to do just about anything sexually right. to find out one of those <laughs> secrets. He was like, "Just tell us one. Just tell us one. Just a little one." Uh, dude, that guy is funny. All those guys, KFC, those great. barstool guys are awesome, man. Yeah. Uh, it, it, you know, usually if you have a whole network like that, there's like one or two good ones and a bunch of fillers, but all those guys have been really You're talking good. about uh, Caleb Presley. He's the one who oh, does the interview. Oh, Caleb, oh, yeah, dude, yeah, I, yeah, did Caleb, I did Caleb's show, too. Yeah, I also don't yeah. know anybody's yeah, that's names. That's where you did the uh, speech about why, why you're going to keep yourself healthy so you can drink. We talk about that yeah, all the time. Yeah, that's so funny. I love it. I, someone, someone at the Super Bowl goes, dude, I woke up listening to that speech this morning to pop myself <laughs> up. I don't, I don't remember giving it. I just remember I was hungover, and I didn't. Like I, I was hoping that they would cancel it, right? Because I was like, I'm hungover. I don't want to do this. And then, and then they were like, Do you want to try one of these high noons? And I'd never had a high noon before. Uh-huh. And I was like, Yeah, I'll try, try a high noon. And then we went out and partied all that day at a cabana. But I, that one, that speech got me drinking that day. <laughs> and I had a somewhat mediocre show in front of six thousand people. <laughs> uh, this is the longest we've ever gone without drinking on a show. I can't drink today. I got to take BP. I'm, I'm looking to hit a dinger out of Jesuit. Oh man, I'm I'm, I'm going to stretch. Yeah, I'm going to take a nap after this. I'm going to go buy a Dick Sporting Goods, get some batting gloves, Ooh. some cleats. I'm taking this. <laughs> I, these I want to get signed. <laughs> take me back into high school. Jesuits. If you want to play Major League Baseball, Jesuits the way to go. Jesuit and so and uh, University of Tampa, the two of the best uh, schools to send people into professional baseball. Isla might be going to college here. Really? Yeah, she's like looking at some college. I think it might be University of Tampa. I say it's a beautiful campus. Yeah, the whole. I mean, and also a lot of my friends from New York send their kids down here, and I'm like, it's safe down here. I mean, that's the yeah. you know. USF is here, right? Yeah, USF's yeah. here. Uh, all that. That's it's. There's a bunch of options here now that there weren't when I first moved here, man. What's the what art place? school here? The art school is the uh, the art institute. Is it small? Yeah, I think she's looking at that too. Okay, 
Yeah. I don't know. I, should, I probably shouldn't say any of this. I was like, oh, I kind of wanted to go to <laughs> college on the DL, Dad. <laughs> Dude, I don't know. My son is excited to come to the show. He's sitting in the fourth row tonight. Oh, like, for real? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he's not even sitting with me. He's sitting all the way up front. Oh, nice. Yeah, and that blows my mind that he's such a, that he's so excited. He never asked for anything. Um, but I, I don't, I can't, like, he won't even let me, he was wearing a sweater yesterday. It was the ugliest thing I've ever seen ever. It's a, it was a cover of a rap album, but it had a bunch of dudes. I had no idea what it was. So I was like, you gotta let me take a picture of that. And he was like angry with me. Like, yeah, I go, there's not, there's nothing I could do for, he doesn't want to be embarrassed. Yeah. Your daughters have to be, I mean, I know you have to clear it with them and all that, but I mean, they have to be just losing their minds. Yeah, 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 yeah. Especially yeah. your daughter in college, because everybody's uh, got to be like, oh, you're the machine's daughter. Do you know how problematic it was dropping her off at college? Oh, yeah. I mean, we went to, I took her to Boulder. I wanted her to go to Boulder. And I ruined that. I ruined that because I showed up with her. <laughs> I went, we went and looked at the college and all anyone did, like dudes out the window, the machine. <laughs> not going here. Uh, and then when she chose her college, which I'm not allowed to say where she goes, right. but when she chose her college, uh, I did not go to look at it and she fell in love with it. We went to drop her off and it was a nightmare in the dorm. It was uh, a nightmare and it, and it was, it continues to be somewhat problematic and, uh, and, uh, yeah, I, I had literally had to do, go back to the hotel room and just even going to the football game. We went to one of our football games yeah. to the Paris weekend, and it was, I mean, insanity. Howard said one time that he went to his daughter's graduation, and people were asking him for pictures or for a day, and he would say, no, it's my daughter's day. I don't want to do that. And I was like, mm, it's kind of a dick move, but now I get it. Mm. Well, no, it you, is, don't wanna, yeah. you don't want to be like, like if you're at a football game, that entire stadium wants to see you stand up, take your shirt off, and chug a beer. But now you've taken it all away from your daughter. You've taken it away from your your kid. And so I and so yeah, yeah. It's uh, except for like there was one RA who who she thought was cute, and he came up to her and he was like, uh, he was like, "Is uh, your dad your dad's a machine?" And then she, and he's a good looking dude. And she went, "Yeah." yeah. <laughs> and so yeah. that one worked out well. But it was you know you can't. I try to explain to her like these kids where you're going to school they're regular people yeah the like the idea of celebrity is like for them is foreign when i was a kid i met gero Yepremian <laughs> at burns and i lost my mind i lost my mind Kick that your... i touched hands with greatness uh -huh. that's what i thought you know that's what i thought yeah and so and i'm that's still not like by the way i just got a i got an email from doug williams uh -huh. and with the interest to be on the podcast really and i went are you kidding? Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I was like, it's tell more important the people who are cool to you when you were young. Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah. Like I, like I'll take Don Mattingly over Aaron Judge. You know what I mean? I love them both, but uh, Don Mattingly was my hero when I was a kid. So funny. Did you ever hear my Don Mattingly story? No. How do I not know this, <sighs> dude? I messed this <laughs> up. I, was, I did. I did Rich Eisen, and uh, I said, and he said Don Mattingly. I said, so funny when I was a Jesuit, Don <laughs> Mattingly came out to take batting practice with Fred McGriff. And uh, they were out there. Me and Scott Beer were running running player appreciations during during school because we were in trouble. And Don Mattingly hits a line drive and hits Scott Beer in the back of the head <laughs> and falls to the ground. And so, and I'm like, oh my god! And he's like, sorry, kid. Throw the ball in. I'll sign it later. Uh. So we throw it in, and Scott's like, man, that was crazy. I was like, yeah, I know. And then all of a sudden, 
another ball lands by Scott Beer, And I'm like, oh, man, we must be in his range. And then it hits one center in the back. <laughs> and Fred McGiff goes, you got him. <laughs> and it's mad at me. It was 500 bucks. So I tell that story to, I tell that story to Rich Eisen. And Rich Eisen's like, wow. So then Rich Eisen hits me up. He's like, hey, man. Mattingly says that's, that never happened. I go, Mattingly's, Mattingly's a liar. Uh, he's a liar. Uh, he's a liar. <laughs> he's a stinking liar. And get him face to face with me. I'll call him a liar to his face. And he's like, really? He said, he said he, I go, yeah, he went to my high school. And he goes, then? I think Don Mattingly's from Omaha. I go, no. Indiana. He's from, yeah, he's, I go, he's not from Indiana. He's from Tampa Jesuit. He went to Tampa Jesuit. Oh, wait, that's Dave Magadan. <laughs> oh, my bad. It was Dave Magadan. Uh, big difference. Big like, difference. Johnny Baseball. I was ready to call him a stinking liar. Uh, it was Dave Magadan and Fred McGriff. Oh, that's funny. Dave Magadan had the sickest BMW Mercedes. Dude, I remember him pulling up. Dude, I, the best thing, Wade Boggs is from here. And, I got uh, hit up by Wade Boggs. Oh, you did? So I was a childhood here. Played third base over plant when we were kids. Yep. Wade Boggs hit me up, sent me a DM. You get him I, on the podcast. I love Wade Boggs. Wade Boggs is awesome. His son is a friend of ours. His son's a cool kid. And uh, we got to hang out with Wade a couple times. He is the sweetest, nicest he guy. He jumped on with us when we were over at Hard Rock. Yeah. We were over there live, and he just came running in and sat down. We're like, oh, my God, Wade Boggs. He's, he, I went to his house. He has a legendary Christmas party every year. And I went to his house, and they do a thing where he would play bingo. Everybody gets bingo cards. And Wade plays bingo, and they give away like like stereos and like cool stuff. Whoa. And then he breaks out cool memorabilia. And he had three bats, one from the Yankees, one from the Red Sox, one from the Rays, all used, all signed. They were his numbered bats and everything. And he totally cheated at bingo so I could win all three of the bats. <laughs> yeah, oh, he's the great. God. He knew I was like, I wanted it more than anybody. And he was looking Dude. at my card, and I go, 12. He's like, B12. And he totally cheated and gave it to me. Wade he's, he's a great dude. Yo, someone tell Wade, I got tickets for him tonight. I'll put him up in my parents' box. Yeah. He doesn't have to deal with anyone. Bring him backstage just to say hi. Wade, oh, we'll call him during the break if you dude, want. Yeah. Wade Boggs, man. Dude, dude, that's the thing about so, uh, Georgia just doesn't He'd get take it. Sure, though. Yeah, yeah, he would. <laughs> uh, Georgia doesn't understand that it's like for her, all her friends' parents were. We're all famous. So you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. It's like how how many times did your kid your kids knew Zach Galifianakis as a human? Yeah. yeah. And then he became famous, and it's hard right. for them to register that and that That's that, why I'm surprised that Joey is so excited to see you. Not because I mean you're in his range. He's sixteen yeah. years old. But he's known you since he was a, a baby baby. You know what yeah. I mean? Like he's not a starstruck thing. You and Ralphie were like he thought you lived in our house. You're like he thought Ralphie lived in our in our guest room. Yeah. It's and so I, I I try to tell Georgia just be real be gracious. Like this girl comes up to her and goes, "Hey, are you Georgia Chrysler?" She goes, "No." Uh. And the girl's like, "You're not." And Georgia goes, "No." She goes, "Oh, are you sure?" And Georgia goes, "Yeah." She goes, "Do you know Grace? Uh, what you might call it?" And Georgia goes, "Yeah." She goes, "How do you know her?" And she goes, "I went to high school with her." Georgia goes, the lady girl goes. What's your name? And George goes, Georgia. Yeah. <laughs> Why would you do that? Because yeah. I don't know you. I yeah. don't know you. Yeah, Isla, Isla, uh, Isla gets, gets final edit on my specials. She gets what? Final edit on my specials. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh. She pulled a joke out, too. Really? Yeah. Oh, man. She was like, nope. <laughs> nope. And I was like, for real? She goes, not going in the special. How old is she now? 16. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah, she is, uh, she, she is crazy. She said the funniest thing. I said it on stage last night, but... Uh, She's like me. She doesn't really pay attention in life. Kids are a moron. <laughs> and Leanne said, man, I think I have insomnia. And Leanne and I, goes, what's the last thing you remember? 
And then I'm next to her, I go, wait, you hit your head? And Leah goes, that's amnesia, morons. <laughs> she came in. This is, my, this is the hardest I laughed at this kid. She comes in with her iPad. And she goes, Dad, Isla's dyslexic, for the way, by the way. She goes, Dad, they're outlawing adoption in Mississippi. And I look at it and I go, this is abortion, Isla. <laughs> she looks at me dead serious and goes, oh, so they want orphans. <laughs> that kid, that kid uh, makes me laugh so hard. That's how my daughter is. My daughter, I, I used to say that I, I didn't want to have a daughter because I didn't think I could love a second child as much as I love yeah. my son. And I don't even care about my son anymore. My daughter is my number one. What's my the- daughter uses the F word like we do. She about got gay me- people? No. no. <laughs> The, the other F word, the other F word. I picked her up from school yesterday, and she got and I, I had picked the dogs from the groomer, so the dogs were in the back seat. Yeah, and she's trying to grab her seatbelt, and I just hear her go, "Get off the effing seatbelt!" Like she's talking, like she's just like having an adult yeah. around, you know. What's interesting to me is I found that this is really, in, really fascinating. Without Georgia, I don't write as well because Georgia would highlight Isla. Okay. She would be the one to go, yo, have you seen this? Hang on. Take a look at what she's doing. Like, like, like uh, there was, I, I, I would love to turn this into a bit. I talked about it a little bit on stage last night. I, the girls wanted to learn how to skateboard. And so and we live on the old house. We lived on a street. So I was like, what do we do? And Leanne goes, get traffic cones. Or someone said, get traffic cones. And Leanne goes, you can't get traffic cones. You got to go through the DMV. You can't just get them. Uh-huh. And I was like. I was like, and Isla looks at me and goes, women. <laughs> Gets on the phone and, and on my Amazon, she goes, dad, I got traffic codes. Uh-huh. I goes, for real? She goes, on Amazon, dad, size eight. How many you want? I go, I want eight. Get eight. She goes, okay, done. Hits it. We ordered 64 traffic cones. Uh, <laughs> Isla, it wasn't a size eight, it was an eight pack. I was going to say, size eight. I did not, I did not register any of this. They just start unloading. Georgia comes in the house and goes, uh, Guess who got 64 traffic cones? I go, what? George is crying laughing. She goes, mom. She goes, dad, you got to see this. And they're bringing out more than more than a, 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 a marathon would ever use. And when, But Georgia would highlight, like I have a story about going to an escape room that I did, was not in my act. Right. Uh, I'll tell it tonight. It's really funny about me, Georgia, and Isla. So Georgia calls me on stage when I, I'm missing a closing bit for my special. Georgia calls me on stage in college. She goes, I go, I go, hey, baby, I'm on stage. She goes, are you telling about the escape room? And I go, no, what do you mean? She goes, you should tell the escape room story, Dad. I go, what's that? And she pinpoints this story beat for beat. Do you remember the only reason we wanted to go is we wanted to watch Papa lose his mind? <laughs> and I went, no. She goes, oh, yeah, Mom solved all the clues. I was like, oh, yeah? She goes, yeah, you had a panic attack. You had to go to the bathroom. And then you – and she – goes and, and strings it out and I went, Oh yeah, it's a good story. As she's telling it on stage, it's murdering right. into the mic. And I go, Yeah, I'll try that. And th- and I wrote the story. But Georgia was the one who would is th- I don't know, she she would see she would highlight the the lunatic. I love the lunatic. That's so great. That's so great to have two different two different kids. Yeah, I need Georgia back so we can write a new album. <laughs> <laughs> right. uh, tonight, I'll tell you right now, you got uh, great friends of the show and great comedians. Of course, Bert, you got Greg Fitzsimmons, who we haven't... I, last time you were here, I was out. That's uh, right. I, remember I haven't that. seen we him forever. Yeah. yeah, it was a few months ago. Uh, Dave Williamson, who is uh, also has a podcast called Meet Dave, which I love. Dave and I have bonded over a barbecue. <laughs> yeah. Dave, uh, did I ever tell you one time, Warren Sapp FaceTimes me, and... I, I don't answer a lot of his FaceTime because it turned into us fighting over race wars. <laughs> like, it's him. like he saw, 
<laughs> he sees something on TV, and then he calls me, and he's like, let me ask you a question. Uh, Why do white people do And I'm like, yeah. I, I don't know how to answer this. You're going to get mad at me. person for a white guy? Yeah. So one day I'm sitting at the dinner table, and Sap FaceTimes me, and I went, nope. And I put it down. I was like, I don't George Floyd. I don't want to get in any of this. So then he, he texts me. He goes, answer your phone. I'm with one of your friends. And I was like, okay. So now my head's running. I'm like, Pete's? He's Pete in L.A.? Like, who could he possibly be with? If you ask me the last person in the world who he'd be with, it'd be Dave. <laughs> and and he's with Dave, and I'm like, I don't know how this, I don't know what happened. And I, but they're out there grilling, and they convinced me to throw out my big green egg, and next thing you know, I yeah. got a Rectech barbecue, and yeah. I've never gone back. Wow. It's been fantastic. You've been loving it, right? I, I mean, I, nothing is easier. Nothing is easier. I can leave stuff, leave the house, check it on my phone, put it in before I go to bed, check it from upstairs. It's it's been great. I gotta thank you, man. When I was just in town a couple months ago and did side splitters, yeah. and you and I were talking about it here, so many people came through and said Mike sent me. Oh, good, good, uh, good. We tailgated in front of uh, side, side splitters. splitters. My buddy pulled up his big giant thousand gallon smoker yep. right in front of the club, and uh, one of the local butcher shops came through and gave us a bunch of proteins. And people came like three hours early for the show. That's on awesome. Wednesday. And we just had a whole tailgate, uh, a lot like the style we do with Bert when we go out on the road and we pull the rec deck out and everything. Yeah, but it was so that cool. ruined it for me a little because every time I, I make a brisket and Set I'm the like, bar high. <laughs> well, I'm like, this is my best one, and my son's like, this is pretty good. It's not like that one time we had it at Bert's bus, and I'm like, okay, <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, Dave's a funny comedian in addition to being a, a cook, and then uh, Mark Smalls, who I've never seen before, but is already funny. Uh, in Thanks, the studio, I, I'm looking forward to a, a great show tonight. I'm excited. My wife's going. No way. My brother's going. Oh yeah, everybody's everybody's excited, and my son uh, will be out there. All my friends are going. Uh, I'm, I'm excited to be there. I think it's going to be a great time. It's fun. These these uh, arena shows are are uh, like it's an event. It's it's an event, and yeah. I, I try to make sure everyone gets their money's worth. And I, and I'll just say that like, I have a bunch of surprises in store, but like uh, I don't know. It's 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 I I I. I Nate Bargatze came out and watched me. Oh, really? He was like, yeah, because everyone, uh, not not everyone, when you commit to an arena tour, you can buy, you can purchase or rent um, equipment, your stage, your lights, right. your sound system, and it costs a little more, but I, I I was like, I was like, I, you know, it's just weird. It felt odd doing just arenas with just a stage and a spotlight. Yeah. I felt like they, like, they, I was, they were like, so we're just here for your ego? It's it's also it minimizes your you're just one like I I went to go buy a suite for this and they yeah. were like the only one we have available is dead in the back and I'm like well I'm not gonna yeah. stare at one guy in the back you know what I mean I want to be close so uh, but I get it now if it's a big production I'll watch a concert from the back you yeah. know what I mean oh uh, yeah and so so they're it's fun it's a lot of fun and I and I, the cool thing is you know we were doing something's burning and I like I brought Chris Porter with me to Boston uh-huh. Chris Porter's a a gangster, yeah, a gangster. He destroyed. And then I was like, and I was looking for someone, I t- trying to get Bobby Kelly to come to Tampa. His available, he wasn't available. And I was, and Greg walked in, and I was like, he's like, so what are you doing next week? I was from Tampa to Arena. You want to do it? Obviously, Greg is a legend in stand up. Yeah. Uh, like, so going on after him's a little tough. But I go, that's the show I want to have. I want to have a show where it's like monsters before me, yeah. where everyone's like. Holy cow. I mean, when we were in uh, Tempe, we did four shows at the Mullet Arena. It was Dave, Mark Norman, Shane Gillis, and me. I mean, it's a great... Damn. It should be... It should... That's what... These arena shows should be monsters on stage. Yeah. It's sad because they they, they hail in comparison to Fully Loaded. Fully Loaded was oh. was 10 comics. I mean, the lineup was... It was uh, it was Mark Norman, then, then 
Big J Oakston, then Dave Attell, then Shane Gillis, then me. That was the second half. Wow. The front half was like uh, Nikki Glazer, Taylor Tomlinson. I mean, it was like monster lineups where I was like, I need. To, I, I would run out from left field with uh, with uh, Enter Sandman on because uh, I needed. Yeah, I, yeah. I was like, I got to make. I, I got to a place where I was going to go up like John Cena uh, and run up and slide up on stage because you got to like bring the thunder. Yeah, I dude. I'm telling you, when we first started doing the show, I I would have all these comedians on, and I was like, comedians are the new rock stars. This is I, interviewing musicians is done now. Comedians are the new rock stars. And then, you know, who was doing arena? Dice did Madison Square Garden in the 80s and you were, or maybe early 90s. And you're like, not too many people could do that. Now, a lot of you were doing arenas and gardens. And shocked. I mean, yeah. But I mean, uh, that was like, uh, if you were, you know, that you guys are the new, the new stars, you know? Ian Bag's coming with me in Canada yeah. next week. He is still one of the funniest. Every the goddamn best. clip I watch on Instagram, he makes me laugh. He, I love Ian. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, yeah. Ian Bag. But that's what it should be. It should be a, 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 of just a fire show from top to bottom. Okay. Yeah, and wait, Mike, wait till you see this lighting package yeah. tonight. Yeah. I like, love that you guys are so high on the yeah, lighting. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, we're all it's, experts it's, all of a sudden. It is, I mean, it's hard to to buy your father's, like, love. Yeah. But, <laughs> but I tried. If, but if your dad, Bert, does, like, looks at this lighting package and doesn't feel proud of you, there's something wrong. Because uh, <laughs> I saw that lighting package, I was like, oh They gave us a God. price point, and, and I was like, absolutely not. Yeah. And they're like, trust me, it's worth it. And I said, no, it's not. There's, yeah. no, there's no way this is worth it. It's a lot of money. And I went and, and it's nothing spectacular, but it's, it's, it's definitely as the show. So I go, all right. So the first, I go, fine. Get us, give me the cheapest one you can find. So they do. And then the first one we did was in, I don't know, it was in Maine or something. And they set the lighting package up and they show, so when you walk on stage, we got this is your entrance. And I was like, <gasps> and I started crying. <laughs> and, and then, and I was like, yo, I need this in, in Tempe. And they're like, we can't get it to you in Tempe. I go, I'll pay extra. Uh -huh. And so they canceled the main show, drove it across country. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I was showing Greg the, what we travel with is you saw it three semis, yeah. two tour buses. I got a group of, uh, a staff of 16. Who's in whose tour bus? What's the, so this is our tour bus. There. And then, and then the other tour buses. Production manager, crew, cameraman. I mean, it's it's sixteen people. So Peter and Mans get to be on the main tour bus. Um, yeah, Peter. Yeah. Everyone here is on our tour bus. Mm -hmm. right. and my my trainer is with us. She's on the tour bus, which has got to be really tough for her for me to say she's my personal trainer. <laughs> you know, that's yeah. like that's like saying I was Robert Downey's sponsor in the nineties. <laughs> it gets worse. My wife is a therapist who helps with people with weight issues. And, I, and she goes, what can I do to uh, to get better business? I was like, get a new husband. That yeah. might, I might yeah. help you. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, mm. she's had major success with her clients, just not her husband. She, oh, I talked to her about it, and I was like, I don't think it's going to work on No, me. no, 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 for yeah. sure. Um, well, look, I, I'm excited. I'm not kicking you out. No, I, I, no, I no. What time does Lynn get here? She's be here any minute. So oh, nice. I, I just don't, I, I love having you guys here and I want to make sure everybody knows that tonight's just going to be phenomenal. If you didn't get a ticket, suck it. You're not getting one. I do have one pair of tickets to give away. I'll do it before yeah. we leave today. And then, and then, like I said, if you're a single person, we do have a handful of single seats. Yeah. It's, uh, I mean, they're scattered throughout the arena. There's no good ones. I mean, they're all, listen, they're all good. Yeah. I've watched hockey from the upper level because yeah. the press box is up there. It's the best view of the arena. To yeah. sit above everything. I went to the Super Bowl in Tampa and had. I was like, I'd never been to the upper level. It was perfect. It was the right beauty, over everything. The beauty about comedy is, and and Greg and everyone in this room can attest. 
You can go by yourself, sit in the back, yeah. and have a blast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can literally go. I watched Doug Stanhope's last hour by myself in the back of the store. Yeah. No one knew I was there. So, but the best is when you just roll in by yourself, cry laughing, yeah. and then bail. You're not supposed to talk to anybody during a comedy show, so feel yeah. free yeah. to come there so and it's better. Up. It's yeah. better to not go with anyone. Yeah. Well, especially tonight, like even if you sit up top, the lighting package. <laughs> You're such a jerk. About this <laughs> so you say there are lights there. Yeah, there yeah, are. Yeah, no, but you got the, he's got the big screen TVs, full, yeah, full jumbotron. Like yeah. on the stage, it's, it's great. It's great. All right, good. I'm excited. All right, we got to take a break. Uh, these guys are hanging out with here, and then Lynn Coplitz is going to be here. And listen, I'm going to say this again. Shane Gillis is in town. Andrew Dice Clay's in town. Lynn Coplitz is in town. Bert, Greg, Mark, and Dave are all here. And Lunell. almost And Lunell. <laughs> and almost all these shows are sold out. So uh, good for Tampa. We'll take a quick break. It's the Mike Calter Show. This is 102.5 The Bone. You're listening to the Mike Calter Show on 102.5 The Bone. The Tampa Bay Lightning. Now live. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.